What's going on, everybody? Welcome in. Welcome back. Wade Zanketa, Connor O'Neill here. And we are back after last week. Hectic week. Big news. Some big news. Um, where should we start? We got guys backflipping barbells. We got big CFP news to, to break. Cornish Trophy announcements. OUA schedule. Man, a lot going on. But uh, should we start with the CFP announcement off the top? Uh well, we are kind of overshadowed, so we haven't said anything yet because Cool Bet Canada has announced their ambassador of cool being Andre DeGrasse, you know, like the fastest human being on the face of the planet. But, you know, uh, they announced him as their ambassador of cool. Which, like, how dope is that title, by the way? Ambassador yeah, of cool? Come on. So, Connor and I, on the same day, agreed to a partnership with Cool Bet making us the ambassadors of significantly less cool. I believe that does. Uh, yeah, I not that's as cool works, as right? Andre de Grasse. No, no. I don't so think we're the we're... ambassadors of significantly <laughs> less cool. Uh, <laughs> but no, we uh, we have agreed to a partnership with Coolbet Canada. Uh, they are now the official gambling partner sports book of Canadian football perspective. Uh, all of our lines will be done through Coolbet for Connors covers this year. Uh, they will have tons of stuff available for the CFL as they did last year. Um, so yeah, stay on the lookout for that. Of significantly less cool. The ambassadors of significantly less cool. That should just be the segment when we when we, we post like video episode content or title. stuff now. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the ambassadors of significantly less cool. That's today's episode title. Um, uh, but yeah, stay on the don't lookout. Don't skim for that. over your your Shy Ross barbell backflip though. Well, hold on. I'm not done with the cool bet stuff yet. Cause like we're, we're going to be okay. just want to tell everybody to like, obviously Kyle is going to be back with his articles, but we will be pumping um, a bit more video content this year for betting stuff. I would imagine. Um, oh. I, I would say, why not do like kind You're of getting two, ballsy with your gambling picks, aren't you? Yeah. The two, like kind of the two minute, <laughs> two minute videos that we were doing for the OUA style thing to kind of preview the week. I'm sure we'll be doing a little bit of stuff like that, but yeah, cool bet. Thank you to Chris over at cool bet and the entire cool bet team. But yeah, dude, Shy Ross last week, I don't care how much weight was on that thing. I think he had tens on either side of the barbell. That man did a backflip, which is hard enough to do by itself. And then he picked up, what, 65 pounds and did a full backflip rotation with 65 pounds. That's insane. Um, don't tell me that he only has tens on either side of that barbell. Go pick up a barbell and try to backflip with it in the first place. Actually, please don't do that because that's a lawsuit for us. And I don't want to be responsible for telling anybody to go do that. Uh, you know what? Here's the thing, though. I know Shy Ross is a fantastic internet sensation with his freakish athleticism. Like last year, he did the the Oreo dunk. Well, oh, yeah, 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 in the middle, yeah, it was insane. Like USA Today got a hold of that and everything. But Mr. Gowdy, the owner of Oseg Ontario Sports Entertainment Group, I think he kind of encapsulated it the best, though. Which great is, point. Made a great point. Dear Red Blacks players. Don't effing try this, please. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> he tweeted that out and I was like, yeah, this is what every owner, GM, coach is thinking. Like, yeah, that's really cool. But if you mess up, if you slip even, you could be missing six weeks. We're paying you to be here. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm it's sure. Like I'm sure the, Coach uh, Jones and Suey were watching that video going, oh, please don't, please don't. But, but yeah, no, it's like, uh, what was it? Pat Mahomes a couple years ago was playing pickup and he almost, he like wiped out. And then, uh, like, later that summer, Lamar Jackson was playing football on the beach and like Joe 
or jumped over the or dove into the sea do like trying to get away from people like you know the organization's reaching out is like hey Cut it. Don't do that. Please. (laughs) It's cool, but please stop doing dangerous ones like that. The Oreo one was fine. Maybe don't try to buckle yourself with 65 pounds. But hey, I mean it's just such a such an shout out to him for having the confidence in his athletic ability to do that. Yeah, like I saw, like, how do you realize that you can backflip with a barbell and not kill yourself? Right? Like, do you just do you think that's something that he had to train? Was that like reps that he had to work (laughs) up with? do you do it with like a weighted vest of 65 pounds to see if you can do it with the weight and like try to restrict your arm movement and then go for it or like yeah i'm saying you you start with like a stick or something something that's like light and non-damaging yeah yeah Yeah, a dowel dowel and a 65 pound weight vest yeah and then you see if you can get around Yeah. yeah but even still if you have that weight vest on like the weight dispersed on the barbell is a lot different yeah i agree but holding the dowel would kind of give you the restriction you, yeah. of your arms look yeah. at us this is the this is the content that you guys come here for deep dives on how someone can backflip with a barbell. with a barbell <laughs> with a barbell cutting cutting edge analysis right here on- i mean it was ridiculous <laughs> we need where's where's the guy from sports science what's he doing now yeah should we call him up and be we like need hey, a, we look, need espn just sports take- science on shy ross backflipping the barbell just take Shy Ross and go do a bunch of freakish athletic things with him and put it out as a new sports science episode. Yeah. We could do that. Right? I'd watch that. Absolutely, right. I'd watch that. Uh, Cornish Trophy, though. This the is a big top, one. The top NCAA Canadian player has been good announced. Names. A lot of good names uh, on this list. Previous years, we've had Chuba Hubbard, a couple Nathan Rourke's. Uh, this year, John Mechie won last year as well. Yep. Uh, so this year, we've got... John Mechie going for his second. Might we do also it. have Jared Wayne Jr. from Pitt, Nick Mardner from Hawaii, Jesse Lucetta, that man that's going in the second round, third round of See the NFL never. draft uh, from Penn State, and Chase Brown, the running back from the Fight in Illini. One of the greatest team names. But, oh, uh, they're, they're like pregame hype video that was circulating a couple years back. Still gets me fired up. I still go back and watch that thing. This is an interesting one, though, because Chase Brown puts up numbers. Jesse Lucetta had a freakish year, and John Mechie was unreal until he blew his leg. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even even the other two players, we can't – I don't think they're going to win, but we can't discredit, like, Nick Martin in his own right, good receiver out at Hawaii, and then Jared Wayne Jr. from Pitt playing with Kenny Pickett, who's looking like he's going to be a high pick. But Jared Wayne Jr., backup quarterback for the Pitt Panthers, tossing a touchdown on this season as well. I think it was like a 16-yard touchdown pass, so put some loft under it. Um, I don't know. In terms of, like, guys that we expect to win this award, Chase Brown, Jesse Lucetta, John Mechie. Sorry, I I would say for me, Jesse Lucetta might be the front runner just because of the year he's had and the hype he's accumulated. And this, to me, was kind of a year where we we know that Canadians usually do well, excel, and go go to the next level you know, at the trench positions, offensive line, defensive line, right? But Jesse Lucetta came out and was like, nah, I can line up on the line. I can drop into coverage. I can play a little bit of a backer. I can do whatever you need me to do. I'm just a football player. So I like Jesse Lucetta as the front runner. But again, like the numbers that Chase Brown put up this year wouldn't be well, shocked. Chase Brown was a thousand yard rusher with five touchdowns. At Illinois, Mechie, which is not like they're- They they're, have good run games traditionally. Yeah, but they're like the uh, seventh best team in the Big Ten. Now, John Mechie had 96 catches for 
over a thousand yards and eight touchdowns. So he had more touchdowns than uh, I. Tr- than I truly did. do think Mechie is going to repeat the award. I don't know. It'll be interesting because I think John Mechie has declared for the draft this year, coming off of his injury. So uh, in his stacked wide receiver class, he's kind of sitting there as a sleeper. Yeah, I, I think John Mechie just kind of because of the injury, it just feels like he got forgotten a little bit in this season. Yeah. But at the end of the year, yeah, wouldn't wouldn't surprise me whatsoever to see John Mechie walk away with the with the Cornish award this year again. But I, yeah, I don't know. For me, it's between Mechie and Lucetta. I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah, I agree with that one. Uh, some north of the border action, though. Oh, baby, give it to me. The U Sports season is getting back to normal. Yes. Not only is the East West Bowl back, that's what we're going to be mainly talking about today. But the OUA schedule is no longer tiered into East and West. It was a nice COVID fix that we had guessed. We called it. A year, a year prior. Um, but no, the staggered schedule is here to stay. Which I they love. They have finally stuck with it where we can get football, bing, bang, boom, one, four, seven, all the way through. Yeah. Get games going and have some overlay so you don't have to pick which game to watch. You can just sit down and hit them all. Uh I think there's only like one or two weeks that fall where they've got like double ups on one o'clock and two o'clock starts, but I believe that's like holiday reasons. Yeah, I think one's Thanksgiving like, and the other one's Labor Day. Labor Day. So I'm totally fine with that. But if you're giving me if you're giving me the staggered schedule for the rest of the year where I can watch a game at one, watch a game at three, watch a game at seven, perfect. And uh you've got a couple matchups that you like in the schedule. Yeah. So I mean as a GG, gonna be biased here, but uh, this road trip sucks. Sucks. <laughs> Ottawa's got to open their season against Windsor in Windsor. That's horrible. That is horrible. We saw what Windsor did to teams last year when they had to travel to Windsor. Uh, could it be a little bit of a trap game for the GGs? Potentially. That's a long road trip. It's the start of the season. You're still trying to get, I mean, every team is still trying to get things right, get the playbook sorted out, you know? So I, I don't know. This is a bit of a scary one, a little bit of a trap game. I do think Ottawa's got pieces and a very good team, but that road trip, that 12 hour road trip is horrible, horrible. Coming back the night of you're pulling into Lee's field and the sun's coming up. Oh man. The, the Windsor trip is a trap for anyone East of Guelph. Yes. Yes. Uh, we have a Yates Cup rematch week three. That's always a big bonus. You get one. have to wait until the end to, to see how that shakes down. Uh, also, Battle of Waterloo, Thursday, October 6th, Thanksgiving weekend. I love that they gave the Battle of Waterloo its own day. Like, the Battle of Waterloo is I, – I understand, like, it's, it's for Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving scheduling and everything like that. But the fact that the Battle of Waterloo is the only game being played on that Thursday, I'm like – I like it. I I loved at U of T, we would have the Thursday game every year in the OUA. All um, eyes are on you. It, it's just so nice to have the Thursday night game, right? Like, yeah. Because in especially in Toronto, like on Saturdays, people are going and doing their own things. They're not coming to watch a Saturday night game. But on Thursday night, tons of people would come out and support. Lots of people are still there for the weekend um, before they leave the city. So it was always nice. And making a rivalry game like this with the battle of Waterloo certainly is going to help. And I think like putting it on the Thursday, especially for 
to your point, to pack the stadium, to pack the pack the stands, students are likely still going to be around campus on Thursday, Thursday night. They're starting. They're going to start leaving Friday, right? So, mm-hmm. put it on Thursday. Pack the stands. We know how that one's going to go. It's going to be loud. It's going to be noisy. It's going to be trick plays left, right, and center. The only change is that Trey Ford might not be the quarterback for the Waterloo Warriors in that one. I don't think he's going to be the quarterback. I think we can close that door. <laughs> I can I can confidently say won't be the quarterback, and I don't have to throw the might in there. I think we should say the might for about another two, three weeks. So another twenty we days once he gets drafted. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I'm excited for the OUA season. It's going to be a blast for sure to get the crossover games again. Uh, U of T plays Western for the first time in I think six years, seven years. Um, so that'll be a that'll be a matchup. We'll, we'll that will there, that, but... that will be a football game. Yeah, football will be played yeah. by at least one of those teams. <laughs> but uh, we don't get a matchup. No Ottawa Toronto this year. No. Oh, devastating. Because we wanted that's that's the game that we wanted to go to last year. I that was entirely my fault. I couldn't get it's to okay. couldn't get to Toronto for that game. But yeah, a, a little little upset. We're gonna have to wait till next season, I guess. Or the playoffs again. Or the playoffs. It could happen. Playoffs. I it could probably doubtful, but. Uh, I, the playoff format, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's going. Everything's going back to normal, so we'll see. And then uh, I believe that this year should be uh, RSEC versus OUA, AUS for hosting uh, Can West for our national semifinals. So yes, because X had to travel to Western last year. Yeah, and Sask traveled to Montreal. Yeah. Yep. 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 So on that note, let's talk about some of the conferences because they're all blending together on May 7th in Hamilton at Ron Joy Stadium for the East West Bowl. Absolutely. Let's go. One of my favorite U Sports football events outside of the Vanier Cup. Man, the East West Bowl is just so much fun. Like it's just a week of guys from around the league getting to talk to each other, pick each other's brains, work with CFL coaches work with different U sports coaches. Like it's just a week of it's football school for a week. You get to jump out of class and go take seven days of football class. It's May. Yeah. That's what I mean. You're out of class. Um, unfortunately I will be hindering the team. Uh, unfortunately the guy's going to Florida. It's not unfortunate. (laughs) Get out of my ear with that. I've had this trip booked for months. I had planned it out that the CFL draft, then a couple days later, I would be going down south. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, by the way, May 7th. <laughs> East West Bowl's <laughs> like, coming up. So uh, I was uh, I was let down, but Connor and Marshall will be holding it down as always. Uh, we got some great rosters, though. There's some guys in here that we've talked about, guys that we haven't talked about publicly but uh, guys that we're really excited to see. Yeah, a ton, a ton, a ton of players on this list. Some names you will know because uh, there's a couple, I think there's two or three names on here that we we frequent. But nonetheless, if you want to see the entire the entire roster, it's available. Just go to the U Sports website. Uh, the East West roster is up and linked there. But let's start this thing off. Our dude, your dude, Tanner, mother freaking the young. The quarterback for the Carlton Ravens earns a spot at the East West Bowl. Things you absolutely love to see. Uh, 
<laughs> I messaged Tanner to say congratulations. I think his response was, I may be the oldest quarterback ever selected for the East-West Bowl, <laughs> but I could care less. Uh, super excited for Tanner. I mean, especially after his season was cut short with the ankle injury against York, he gets his chance now to not only come back for a final year, but to come back at the East-West Bowl and then go into his final year, kind of drum up some extra experience for himself and extra attention, which he so well deserves. I mean, the guy has probably the best arm in the country, right? Are we, are we able to say that at this point? He throws a 50-yard ball of the field from a flat foot. Yeah, I would say so. Like, there, there's things that he does with his arm talent that not many guys in the country can replicate. Uh, and we're, we're not trying to discredit any other U-sports quarterback. Mason Nias, incredible arm. Andres Duet, good quarterback. Trey Ford, obviously we know who he is, but like Tanner Young, the things that we have seen this kid do in person and seen him do consistently since we were what, 15 years old? Like, yeah, it's, it's different. It's a special arm talent and we've seen it in person time and time and time again. I'm really excited for Tanner to go out and you know Tanner's going to be fired up after not being able to finish his season, you know, missing, missing time there. So this is the first time he's gotten to play actual live action football in a long time. So I'm expecting Tanner to go out and just have fun, sling it. The one thing that you won't see leave Tanner's face though, the entire weekend is a smile. No, he'll be, he'll be, he's going to be having fun the entire week, man. Uh, other guys that are going though, Kojo Odum from Western fantastic DB. Uh, Charlie Ringland, long ass DB from Saskatchewan. <laughs> Let's keep going through the DBs here. We got Jacob Biggs, a Dog. stud at half from Calgary. Tyshawn Blackburn, Dog. another 6'3 DB from the Golden Bears. Oh my God. Uh, it's going to be hard DB to throw. Court, you know what the worst part is? All of those guys we mentioned are on, on the, the West, West team. <laughs> it's going to be hard for Tanner to put the ball in the air. <laughs> but uh, no, like the, the roster is just stacked. I mean, Keon yeah. Edwards uh, from Western, uh, Clark Barnes from Guelph, uh, Jonathan Rosary, running back slash receiver hybrid from Alberta. Uh, he'll be an interesting one. I think he'll test pretty well. Charles Giroux from Sherbrooke, who is a big speed receiver who can play in at R. Uh, Daniel Perry, receiver from Sask, Elliot Beamer, Cal Chappas from Acadia, Alex Fedchen from X, and then that man Marshall loves from Queens, James Keenan, uh, the yeah. elusive uh, improv quarterback, Russell Wilson style. He, he's going to be there as well on the East team with Tanner DeYoung. Uh, the West quarterbacks, Josh Donnelly, Andreas Dueck, uh, will be a good pairing as well. That's going to be a high-volume passing attack from the West team. Man, and uh, one guy we left out that is going to be on roster for that West team, you know he's good for a PA deep shot down the middle of the seam. Savon Magne Jones, that Western wide receiver. We know we're catching a flash of purple down the seam at some point. Oh, I know. And, like, even uh, some of the East receivers, like Ethan McKinnon from Toronto, don't forget yeah. he's, he's a breakaway speed guy, too. Like, he returns kicks extremely well. Um, I'm excited for this. I mean, I'll, I'll be following it online and watching it afterwards, but – uh it certainly is going to be an exciting day and an exciting return to the East-West game. Yeah, I'm super excited. And I mean, to have it at McMaster, to have it in Hamilton, I know you've been there. The The Ron Joyce facility at, at Hamilton is is great. Great. In the summer, it's going to suck. It's going to be hot. Yeah, it's not. But at least you're going in May. Yeah, you're like getting we, there We had that game in August where it was like 40 degrees and our cleats were literally like sticking to the turf. 
I've played there, I think, three or four times in my lifetime. Every time I'm on that field, it is deadly hot. Yeah. Not every <laughs> single game. But, uh, yeah, no, it's it's something that's exciting to me. Like, the East-West Bowl is so underrated. Um, it gives scouts a first look at guys, but it also gives them a look at guys playing out of their own conference in a weird position where, you know, you come in, you have to learn this playbook in a week, you have to test, practice, compete every single day in front of all the CFL scouts for a chance at next year's draft. You're not competing for something right now. You're competing for something distant in the future but it's right here in front of you this great opportunity and you either blow it or you set yourself up for the draft absolutely and it's a chance for some of these players to get on to the first the fall edition of the cfl scouting bureau list as well right i mean those guys are going to be there paying attention but uh this this east west bullman no joke this is not like nfl style pro bowl type stuff like i'll see if we can find the clip but marsh was talking about it at the 2019 east west bowl Marsh was talking about how, you know, when he was playing in it for Mac, he was rolling out to his one side and he kind of like did a little pivot. And when he came out of the pivot on the back end of the roll, he took a shot straight in the ribs that he didn't see coming. The defensive linemen, man, they're pinning their ears back and they're going. If there's an A or B gap blitz, the linebackers are coming hard. Like this is full contact football. Yeah, no, I mean, like guys, guys come out and showcase their talents to the fullest of their ability. I mean, what was it two, three years ago? with Noah Hallett just going up and above everyone for that interception on the sideline, right? Like, yeah, that's not stuff guys do in the Pro Bowl. Like, this is this is a legitimate competition, and yeah. it's going to showcase the best and brightest stars in Canada. And looking at the amount of West DBs that we, <laughs> we named off, those guys are going to be so damn competitive to showcase that they're better than the other ones on their own roster that it's going to breed some great football. I'm I'm super excited, man. I'm so excited that the East-West Bowl is back, that we can, you know, actually physically be there instead of just, you know, tweeting out the uh, the announcements as, as they come out. But yeah, I, I'm super I'm super excited to to have the East-West Bowl back. It's going to be a great event. Excited for the players too to actually be able to go experience it, get that work in. So. Uh, last thing on the docket here before we move on, I just, I saw this and I thought it was, it was awesome. Uh, it was an awesome move by Carlton Man, too much Carlton praise in the last like week for me. This is ridiculous. Absolutely. Yeah, ridiculous. I, I got it on hand. Don't worry. It's over there. Um, I think I'm going with a nice, uh, palm olive today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <you> the, <laughs> the Carlton Ravens are going to be hosting, the National Women's Football Weekend from May 5th to May 8th at the Ravens Nest, the MP, MNP Park. Looks like it's going to be a great event. So they've got the Women's Canadian Collegiate Flag Football Championship lined up. Ten teams taking part in that. Uh, I suggest you go follow along with that because that has been great to watch all season long. Our guy, Ben Grant, actually with a phenomenal breakdown of course it was on a western team uh, they're also going to be holding the women's u18 identification camp for team ontario and the national identification camp as well and they're going to cap the event off with a red white game it's going to be a jam-packed weekend it's going to be a lot of fun uh super excited for that collegiate flag football championship that's been taking part uh with different oua schools uh, across the country so that is going to be a great weekend to look forward to Awesome move by Carlton to host it. Really looking forward to it, man. 
Man, it's going to be an exciting week. Unfortunately, that is also the same week as I'm in Florida, <laughs> so we can't do that one either. Um, but no, it's going to be fun. Uh, it's a great way to showcase it. I mean, the collegiate flag football championship, the 10-team tournament is going to be wild. That's going to be exciting. They are tough teams to play. And I mean, a lot of the universities that host the teams, it's a lot of the varsity teams that run them. So mm-hmm. uh, guys giving back to their schools and helping grow the game for others as well. So absolutely fantastic to see a big four-day event. I think that does it for today's show, though. I think we're out. Um, Last thing before we do let everybody go, come hang out with us. Daft Brewing. Come hang out with us. Daft Brewing, April 14th, this Thursday, tomorrow. We are going to be there live in person on location. We're going to be hanging out with Andrew Pearson of the BC Lions. Chat. We're going to be chatting with him, having some great beer. We are going to have a member of the Daft Brewery team on with us as well to talk about the beer, the brewery, because it's an incredible brewery. Every single one of their beers, this is just one of my favorite things before we go, a little story about Daft. Every single one of their beers comes with a QR code on it, and it has uh, they're all named pretty interestingly. So when you scan the QR code, it actually takes you to the reference of, the, of what they are referencing the name of the beer. So I think... Um, I think one of them, I can't remember what it was, but it was, uh, when I scanned the QR code, it was a clip of a Rick and Morty episode. And then they said, I think it was perfect level. Do you remember that episode? Yeah. So it was like the, no. the beer was called perfect level. And like, it was a reference to a, to a, a scene from a, a Rick and Morty episode. So all their beers have little QR codes that reference some obscure pop culture thing that has to do with the beer and the entire brewery. I mean, there's cartoon, there's cartoon paintings all over the place. I mean, the Rick and Morty characters are there, the South Park characters, Family Guy, Simpsons, all of it. It's a great brewery, great atmosphere. Hope you guys could come hang out with us. And the patio is open. Uh, yes, patio is open. We've got some rain inbound, but uh, <laughs> but it's okay. It might be sunny. Oh, hold on. No, not Toronto. Kingston, thank you. Uh, it. It is going to be 13 degrees. Patio is open. We might have some rain, but 13 degrees is still a nice spring day to get out and enjoy beer. Uh, so if you're in the Kingston area, especially you, Braden, uh, this is directed at you. We are if you not show up with out ice cream, cream, don't even bother. <laughs> uh, but that, I think, closes it out. So uh, if you want to head over to fox40shop.com, enter the code CFP15, you can get 15% off the worldwide leader in whistle text, merchandise, coaching boards, something like the Sonic Blast CMG whistle. CFP15 at fox40shop.com gets you 15% off your next order. So take care of that one. And don't forget to go and check out Cool Bet Canada as well. Must be 18 or older. Uh, it is available across the country. They are one of the best sports books going and they have a wide variety of sports, including daily boosted odds that you can get in on the action with. So check them out at Cool Bet Canada. Uh, that closes it out for today. We'll see you guys in a couple of days on Thursday at Wade Zank, at Connor R. O'Neill, at CF Perspective. Take care. Come on out. Daft Brewing Thursday, 1 p.m. start. Free to get in. Beer to be had. People to meet. The more I see. The less I'm willing to believe It's too hard in here